0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. The more you speak what God says, causes you to be motivated to do what it says to do. Faith cometh by hearing. And you hear it. And you hear it, and you hear it, then the faith of God that's in the Word gets inside you, so you can do it. So you hold fast to that. Hebrews, the third chapter, verse 1, says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, or profession, Christ Jesus. Now, it calls Jesus an apostle and high priest of our confession. Now, the word profession there, can be translated confession. He is the high priest of our confession. Now, if you remember what Jesus said on one occasion, he said, if you will speak my word before men, not deny my word before men, he said, I'll not deny you before the angels of heaven. In other words, you'll get an audience with angels. But if you deny me, I'll deny you before the angels in heaven or before the Father. Our confession, then, holds in it the ability to put us over in life or to put us under. What you're saying can generate faith in the power, the ability of God in you and direction in life to set the cornerstones and directions of your life, just like he told Joshua. Now, that's why God told Joshua that, so he wouldn't miss it, so he wouldn't get entangled in all the affairs that he would see and the things that he would see and that he would be led by the Spirit of God to do the Word of God, then he said, you'll make your way prosperous. Now, sometimes people say, well, I just don't understand why I hadn't been prosperous. Well, ask yourself this. Have you done what God told Joshua to do? Meditated in the Word, observed to do it. And God said that if you do, you'll make your way prosperous. See, most of the time, people are wanting somebody else to make their way prosperous. Most of the time, they think God's going to do it. But I have news for you. God's not going to do it. God intends for you to do it, and if you don't do it, then it probably won't be done. So hold fast to your confession of faith. Most people, rather than holding fast to the confession of faith, they hold fast to the problem. They hold fast to the sickness. They hold fast to the confessions of the devil. And they wonder why the devil runs rampant over their lives and over their business situation because they have opened the door to the devil by their confession. Your confession is also vital to your prayer life. Your confession after prayer will either bind you to your problem or release you from it. Now, I'm going to say that again. Your confession after you pray will either bind you to your problem or it will release you from it. Some of you have prayed, prayed a fine prayer, all right, but then you get up and confess that you still have the problem. And you go to believing you have the problem, and you will have faith in the problem. Now, in 1 Peter, the 5th chapter, Peter tells us that we need to cast our cares upon the Lord. In fact, I think we need to turn to that. I won't read that, and you turn to it in your Bible, because sometimes I think people... Get the idea that my Bible reads different from theirs, but it doesn't. 1 Peter 5, and let's look at verse 6. Peter says, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now notice that he said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due season. Now you hear people all the time saying, well, you know, God sent this problem to me to humble me. No, that's not scriptural. The Bible says to humble yourself. God didn't do it for that reason. The devil did it to destroy you. It may humble you all right because you might have had a haughty attitude and if you exalt yourself, you'll be abased. But then he says, casting all of your cares upon him. But now, if you don't humble yourself under the mighty hand of the Lord, then it just won't be done, you see. I mean, you're not doing it. The devil may do it. But God is not in the business of doing that. Now, to be humble under the mighty hand of God is to be humble to His Word. That means to put His Word first place. That means to believe what His Word says. See, some people are so exalted, they think that what they believe is more important than what the Word says. They haven't humbled themselves under the mighty hand of God or the Word of God. They say, well, I know the Bible says that, but here's the way I believe it. Well, now, that's what got you in the mess you're in, too is the way you believed it when the Bible said it another way. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. See, you're supposed to cast your care. Now, let me give you an example of the way that some people pray. Some people pray this way, you know. Lord, I cast these cares upon you, and I just believe that you meet my need Thank you, Father, that these cares are cast upon you. And then when they get up from the altar, they just gather up all their little problems and take them home with them and worry over them stay up all night and worry about them. Reminds me of the way that some people do, is they're always trying to get God to take something from them. I remember a story that someone told about the individual that's praying at the altar and saying, God, take this thing away from me. Just crying out to God. And just really raising a lot of noise around the altar, you know. Finally, the pastor went over and said, My lady, what is it that you want God to take away from you? Well, she said, uh, this old snuff. Well, he said, Sister, God's not going to take that snuff. Said, He doesn't use it. Said, What would He do with it? Now, see, she's trying to get God to take it away from her. Not God's responsibility to do that. He didn't give it to her, and he's not going to take it away from her. But, you see, the pastor said to the woman, said, Now, you just give it up. God's not going to take it. You give it up. Then she looked up at him and said, Oh, I couldn't give up good old snuff. <laughs> so, this this is where a lot of people are. I couldn't give up this good old worrying. I had an individual say to me one time, God gave me sense enough to worry, and I'm going to worry. Well, you may worry holes in your stomach, too. But the Bible said, cast these cares upon him, for he careth for you. Now, if you're praying for God to take them from you, then you're praying unscriptural, and God's not going to do it. Then I heard the one individual that said he wanted God to take half of his cares. Well, that's unscriptural too. It says, cast all of your cares. He's not going to take them. But if you cast them on him, then he'll receive them. Now, I think probably the best illustration that I can think of is one that I've used quite often is that, you know, if you had a watch and it's not working, you take it to the jeweler and say, now, you know, this watch is not running, not doing right. And uh, you stand there and say, well, can you fix my watch? And he said, well, yeah. He said, I can fix it. I think I know what's wrong with it. Well, you stand there and talk about the problem with your watch, and you still holding it in your hand, looking at it, you know, and you say, well, when are you going to fix my watch? Well, now, he's going to look around, and he's going to say, well, uh, you know, I can't fix it unless I have it. See, you still got the problem. He can't fix it when you have it. You've got to give it to him, then he can fix it. It's like the fellow said to me one time, I was talking to him about fixing my pickup truck when I was farming. I was complaining to him about, you know, some problem I had with it. And he happened to be the manager of the shop, and he said, well, now, he said, I tell you, I can't fix it and it run down the highway 60 miles an hour. (laughs) And that's the truth, you see. I mean, it may be a little elementary, but... Sometimes it takes something like that to shock us into realizing that we're going to have to do something. Slow down long enough to cast our cares upon the Lord so that he can work on them. If you're going to complain and fret and worry and pray all night about it, then you haven't cast your care upon the Lord and you're probably not going to get the results the Bible said you could have. But you see, if you do what God said you could do and work for you. I heard a story one time, and I think it's very appropriate that there in Arkansas, they said this lady had several children, said they were out back playing. and She looked out back one day, and they were playing around the wood pile out there. And she was just horrified because all the children, about four of them, they had a little skunk. And they were just petting and stroking that little skunk, you know. They thought it was a cat. They didn't know any better. And some of them had them on the ground, petting them and just... Walk around there playing with them. She stuck her head out the door and she said, run, kids, run. And they did. They all grabbed up the little skunk and took off running. So you see, that's the way some of you have done. You go to the Word of God, you find out what God said, cast your cares upon the Lord, so you go to the Lord in prayer, and you say, now, Lord, I cast all of these cares upon you, and I believe that I receive my need met in Jesus' name, and I pray the prayer of faith, and you said, what's everything things I desire when I pray? I believe that I receive them. Thank God I believe that I receive them. And then the very next thing you do is when you get up, you get up and take your little stinky problem home with you and go to wearing over it all night long. You're just like the kids playing with the skunk. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7239, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. It's entitled, A Working Knowledge of God's Word. You know, it's not enough to know what the Bible says. We could know what the Word says and not act on it and not benefit at all. You have to hear it. You have to believe it. You have to make a decision to operate in it, a working knowledge of the Word of God. If you don't have enough knowledge of the promise of God to operate in it and to go in and possess the land of promise, what God has given us, then you don't have a working knowledge of the Word of God. This is one of the most important series I've ever taught. In Colossians, the first chapter, you hear the Apostle Paul saying, Whereof ye heard before in the word of truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is unto all the world, and bringing forth fruit as it doth also in you since the day ye heard it, and knew the grace of God in truth. It began to produce... "...from the very day that they heard the grace of God in truth." In other words, they received it, they began to act on the Word of God. Now, you know, when you plant a seed, that seed has to sprout, germinate, and come up. Now, there's dry land out in the desert, there's nothing green out there. But if it rains, something will come up. Because when you water the earth, it forces the seed to produce. Some of you may know what the Word says, but don't have enough understanding of it to get it to germinate and come up and produce in your life. Now, that's what we talk about on this series, a working knowledge of the Word of God. That's offer number 7239, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com.